kind of a different YWC football talk. It's a live on location episode. I'm here with guests from last week. Look, we're in person now. Myself, David Warren Studi. David, how are you doing today? Doing well. Just trying to stay warm. Trying to stay a little warm. It's a little chilly out here. And obviously, we're on location at the East Font for the East Final of Mont Montreal against Toronto on Saturday. Excuse me. Um, what are your big keys for both sides of the ball for going into the game? Yeah, I mean, let's start with Montreal because, you know, they an impressive victory for them over Hamilton. I know that uh, that one maybe everyone expected Montreal to win, but it was, it was supposed to be a close matchup. But I think what they did well was obviously force the turnovers and capitalize on those turnovers. For Toronto, you know, they, yeah, every team makes mistakes, but, you know, they got to find a way to capitalize and keep that off the hard offense off the field. And, you know, a big one is going to be using that running game. They got to find a way to keep that defense on the field if you're Montreal. Uh, you don't want to be giving that Toronto defense extra chances to get off the field, sacks, interceptions, whatever they like to do to get off the field. They, they're a unit that struggles a little bit when they are out there for a long time and, and teams start to build drives on them. So if you're Montreal, that's something you're going to have to do. For Toronto, I mean, it's it's knocking off that rust early and then getting off to a good start. It's important. Like, the last few weeks, they've had some slow starts here at home. They find ways to just get back into it. Montreal will, will definitely try to make sure that any slow start they have, they're going to keep their, uh, try to keep that momentum from, from going to the Argos way. The Argos are also a good team at making adjustments, so they just got to make sure they keep it close, especially uh, going to the second half. They're definitely way better team in the second half, and that's going to be important for them. How much do you think crowd factor is going to play into the game on Saturday? I think you know for the defense they're gonna they're gonna feast off that off that crowd. You know on, on offense, offense doesn't really need. Yeah, they'll like get the energy from the crowd for sure. But I think offense, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see if uh, you know, a lot of Montreal fans show up and try to get throw the offense off by getting a little more noisy. But I do think that for you know for Toronto they're gonna they're gonna benefit a lot from having a crowd like this. They they like the crowds they usually have even though they're not as big. So I think they're gonna really enjoy a full house, getting that energy, and they gotta build off that energy. That's the whole point of having them on the field. I feel like too, like obviously we saw it again against Calgary earlier this year. Obviously the electric game, Javon Lee came when he won return. But that was the biggest crowd of the season so far in 17,000. So I think an extra eight to 10,000 or even 12,000 fans on top of that, I think it's gonna make a huge difference. Um, obviously Jack Kelly's had a huge part for this regular season success. Uh, you've got to speak to him. Does he seem just dialed in, or what, what are the vibe you're getting from him? I'm, I'm getting that. He's been business all season, like he has been, and and you know what? That's that's what you need, right? He has to have that mentality as a starting quarterback and as a leader. I think the big one for you know for Chad Kelly is you know he has he's played the Great Cup. That Great Cup experience I think will loom large yeah. for him, being in a, in, a, in an intense environment, you know, win or go home situation. He hasn't started one in a while, and I did ask him, you know, last time he, you know, it's been a while, right? Yeah. Back to his college days. He's played at the game where all the marbles are laid down, right? So, but they've treated, I think the important one here is that they've kept that mentality each and every game. Every game has an importance, every game has a significance. Even though the last few weeks they've meant nothing to the Argos standings wise, it still means something to keep that mentality of that one and all. Not treating any game different. And I think that's, I think if they can keep that mentality, that's going to be important. And ultimately, I want to ask you this: Like we have two games, this is a winner-take-all. Winner gets to go to the championship. Who do you think is going to win the game? On uh, you got to give the Argos. You know, they won 16-2 for a reason. They they made sure to you know, let people know 
I think Montreal, I think the first half is going to be a real battle. I just don't know if Montreal is going to be able to sustain and have the adjustments because Toronto will feast on mistakes. I think that could be an issue for Montreal in this game. You know, Hamilton didn't really take advantage of uh, Montreal. Not having the greatest offensive game, right? Yes. You know, Toronto can easily put 40 points. They've done almost pretty much that this whole season, putting up 40 plus points. We haven't really seen that for Montreal too often. Can their offense go toe to toe? I just don't know if they are going to be able to. That's exactly how I feel. And quickly, I got to ask you as well. Out West, BC, Winnipeg. Just, who do you think is going to win? Or maybe see a rematch with them? Last year's great cup, or do you think it's going to be a battle of the Dolphins and the Lions? I've been pinball. I've been going back and forth, ping pong all week. Part of me likes what I saw from BC against Winnipeg. I think they got the offense to off against. Uh, I just think, though, Winnipeg, they got that ground game. They're going to do their best to keep, keep BC's offense off the field as much as possible. And I think Vernon Adams is going to have a very different pass rush before. I'm leaning Winnipeg, but it's not a confident lean because I think BC has shown us they're a different. They're a different team. And myself, like uh, Christine right here, I'm going BC Lions. I've had a feeling about them all year. I don't know what it is. I just, and also with Winnipeg, they haven't looked like a Winnipeg of old, so I feel like this could be a chance for them to slip, but at the same time too, if we're seeing a rematch in Hamilton next weekend of the 2022 breakup, it wouldn't shock me at all. Wouldn't shock me. I mean, I will say this about uh, Winnipeg. They haven't looked their best, but on paper, that's one of the toughest offenses to stop the BC's been having. Exactly. Well, anyway, guys, live from Beautiful Field, David Morissuti, Drip Ortegon, thank you for listening to this very impromptu live on location YWC Football Talk. Enjoy the East and West Final, Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com.